Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fragrophilia. I'm Jeff. This is Jane, and I have been looking forward to having a martini and smelling some perfume all day long. I know. We're starting We're a... to feel the holiday rush. No kidding. Black Friday. You excited? Anything on your mind? Anything you're looking at? I actually was just looking at some potential Christmas gifts for, for family and everyone and texted you some things. So, yeah, I, I am excited. Um, you did all of our Thanksgiving shopping today, so thank you for that. I am very excited, as you well know, and maybe some people know from, you know, that followed us on Time and Temp. I love cooking Thanksgiving. It is, as people suggest, the Super Bowl of cooking, and here at least here in the United States. And it's just something, since I moved down here from Texas, or from Indiana, Indianapolis, here 20 years ago, I, I would never be able to spend Thanksgiving with my family because of work or whatever during the first decade. And um, I always made Thanksgiving for my friends or the few people that were stragglers like myself. And um, so I love doing it. And we're, what are we, I'm cooking the turkey. You're cooking all the hard stuff. So thank you for that. I just want to go on the record saying that just doing the turkey, the stuffing, the dinner rolls. You're doing like some impressive desserts too. Maybe we're, that's that's yeah. secret. In case there's a mass failure, then no one's okay. disappointed. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you are doing what? Are, you're doing potatoes. Yeah, I'm just doing potatoes and cookies. I have it easy. Maybe you can whip some butter for me. <laughs> well, on the topic of perfumes that we have been smelling lately, Jeff and I have been deep in the beautiful world of Ducita perfumes. Yes, as uh, other fragrance heads may have noticed, uh, the perfumer has been making the rounds and people have been talking about them on other uh, podcasts. They just have a recent release called Rosarine. And uh, we've been meaning to get a sample set or a discovery kit for a long time. Yeah, there's nowhere in Texas that we can actually smell Ducita. And mm. I think prior to getting the sample set, we'd only smelled maybe two of the fragrances. And I actually bought. Melody de l'Amour while we were in New York a few months ago. Yeah, that was your special uh, New York vacation fragrance. Yeah, and it, but you know the way the store was, um, Scent Bar, these fragrances are all behind the counter, so you have to ask to smell every single one that you want to, and like which is normally fine. It was like a little bit busy, and we were in a bit of a rush, so you know I smelled Melody de l'Amour, and it was kind of love at first sniff and i'm so glad that i have it but we've really been enjoying getting to know some of the other fragrances what do you think about rosarine i actually like it a lot piling on kind of a general thought about the the whole line is a lot of the florals and it is a a floral heavy line and whenever there's rose there's a real kind of juicy kind of sweetness to it but with rosarine there's also this kind of very musky almost spicy cumin. It's very body-centric to me. At least that's how I read it. Um, It still has that kind of juicy, fruity floralness but um, and rosiness, but I don't know. I really, I like it a lot. Yeah, I definitely get that. And I also smell a lot of like wet soil with rosarine. Yes. Love it. Yeah, it it is a gorgeous one. What are some of your favorites from the line? I've been loving Moonlight in Chiang Mai, which is like a spicy, woody, saffron uh, scent that has a ton of yuzu at the top. Yeah. It's a puzzler to me, but it I love it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's I so sharp. I still have some on my skin. I, I put some on after I got out of the bath. 
Yeah, it's beautiful. It really sticks around. It has a bit of a BR540 vibe, but so much better. Yeah, so much better. And, you know, I get those comparisons, but at the same time, I was wearing it last night and we were talking a little bit about it. It goes in such its own sophisticated direction that I don't even think about it. When we talk about it, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I can see why it's compared, but it, it seems very uh, its own thing, and I just love it so much. It does remind me a little bit of Nudiflorum by oh, Nazimoto. Yeah, yeah. It has that, I think it's the raspberry or rhubarb in um, Nudiflorum reminds me of the fruity aspects of, and fruity rubbery aspects of uh, Moonlight in Chiang Mai. I think that's a great, uh, wow, I'm not sure that I would have picked that one out. And of course, that is my most complimented fragrance, but I get it. Yeah. It has that same kind of oomph and depth and, you know, there's, yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful, beautiful one. Would that be, would that be one of your top ones? It, it might be on my Christmas wish list. I need to think a little bit more. Mm. But um, speaking of, you procured a sample of the discontinued Oud Infini. Yes. That one's been on my mind for uh, a little while. I've seen people talk about it, and people that I, I really admire and respect love it, but I know that it's discontinued, and it was one of those things that we have a couple fragrances that we love that are discontinued, and now when you see them, it's a half-used bottle for like $500 on eBay or something like that. So I didn't want to, I knew there was some floating around, I didn't want to miss a chance, so I wanted to at least test it first, and wow, I fell in love with it. Yeah, it was really beautiful. It has kind of a... Something that really reminds me of Muscubla Khan, which, of course, we've talked about the last couple episodes quite a bit. We love it. Uh, in the way that it becomes a part of your body. I kept always hearing about barnyard smells and that it's like you can't wear it out in social situations, really big. But I feel like it's not that aggressive. It, the barnyard is there, but it's kind of like you're approaching the barnyard. You're not actually in the barn, you know, shuffling Mucking around out hay. a stall yeah it, it's it's a little bit more reminiscent of it i just think it's really gorgeous yeah i get the intensity of the notes but i felt like it's siage was actually quite delicate and it has that kind of transparency and lightness i feel like the signature running through ducita parfums is a certain sort of watercolor transparency which you would think how could how could that translate to an oud fragrance and somehow it does yeah if you try the fragrance kit i think that you'll understand what i'm saying and it's funny because she actually does include her own watercolor illustrations mm -hmm. with all of the fragrances and it's just so that, that medium is so fitting for the feel of all of her scents. there's a way that they occupy the space of a room that's just i can't figure it out i don't know another fragrance brand that has a signature like that i think that you said it best the other day when you said they are Everywhere and nowhere at once. Yeah. Or something to that that effect. Definitely that was, feel that. Um, another one that I really liked is, and we've, I think when we were first doing the game, before we started recording it and doing the podcast and everything, you had put Le Siage Blanc as part of it. Yes. And I still, that is still one of my favorites. It's so green and so poppy and there's a little bit of floral in there that just, again, there's mostly... The line is heavy on florals, and they, but she does it in such a delicate way, and it's just so beautiful. What did you think about Asara? 
Uh, that was one of my favorites. Yeah, I know that was the first one that she made. I heard her say in her interview with Emma on Perfume Room. Mm. And that's funny because it was actually the first one I tried and like immediately smelling it. I'm like, oh, this could go on the wish list. They're all so stunning. The one that really kind of puzzled me the most for some reason that I really loved is La Rhapsody Noir. <laughs> Why? Just because it's it's something I don't think I would normally want to wear. But when I do wear it, I kind of just live in it. I really enjoy it. It it It's actually perfect, I think, for this time of year because it seems like a Christmas scent to it me. It feels old school vintage vibes to me. I'm trying to pull it out right now. I, I find it, I find like it just has some spicy, rich, almost chocolatey tobacco. It's warm. It's like, but it's also kind of like a hot toddy in some respects. I don't know. It's just, it, it reminds me of just this time of year. That's sweet. I just sprayed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very sweet. I picture just we have this book for Henry. Um, not to always go to Henry, but it, it's a it's a uh, like night before Christmas, little padded book, you know, because oh, yeah. all these the, books the, are hard and padded because they just drool. Was the night before Christmas and all through the, the house? Yes, and there is just the illustrations and it's very old school illustrations with very modern features like the 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 guy in it looks like he's you know on a sitcom or something I don't know. it's funny but he's wearing like 18th century <laughs> he has wear. a face that's seen an iphone yeah um and uh but it, it's like those kind of like old english tudor home in the 1800s kind of fireplace and all that stuff that's rhapsody noir kind of puts me in that place mm, yeah i like that I, place. I feel like you know Ebenezer Scrooge is going to see a vision while yeah. he's wearing that. Um, well, you and I were saying so we've been wearing these like almost every night. I would say like whenever we get, take our final shower of the night and we get to spend time together, we've each kind of spent taking turns trying to see different fragrances and they've been fucking amazing. Yeah. Pissara might be one of my favorite perfumers now. Yeah. It, there's, yeah. She just has a, you know, self-taught, self-trained dedicated and just one of those people who just have it you know yeah clearly yeah. so gifted we want to support her so i think we'll definitely be adding a couple of these to our collection yeah yeah for sure um and then the other line that's also just kind of really impressed us lately is uh maison trudon yes yes we've really enjoyed trying a couple of those fragrances you've gotten them from ministry of scent and they are famous for their candles yes but uh i guess that they've recently pretty recently like 2020 expanded into edps yeah and i've just never even thought much about it because i don't know there's such a candle legendary iconic candle brand you always think oh they're just entering the fragrance space because that's what you do when you want to expand your your product line and not keep all your eggs in one basket and i guess i just never really thought about then we got received a couple samples and it's just each one they're killer they're killer yeah we i want them yeah okay let's go over a few of our favorites i love aphily which is their ivy and rose and cassis fragrance Mm. this is extremely green so lush i it comes to mind like you know when Barbie is a princess in a castle because she can be anything and she has like a beautiful garden and her summer's over in her Barbie, Barbie summer is over Barbie's forever um 
And I imagine like the lush rose bushes of Barbie's fantasy castle. This is what they smell like. It's absolutely stunning. I really liked in... It's not anything I would ever want to wear. And when your mom came over, um, she was taking care of Henry. And I was doing something. I was getting ready to run somewhere. And I sprayed on a little of Alay, which is this just beautiful floral. It's big. And it is probably more feminine than any. I think it's even described as a feminine fragrance on their website. It's so powdery, but once the initial blast of all the sweet florals and the powder kind of settle down and just kind of rest on your skin, it's such a gorgeous fragrance. There's so much just jasmine and orange blossom. It never gets, I don't know. This is something I would love for you to wear a lot. Yeah, it's a yellow floral kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Very That's classic. Stunning. I will also say that all of these fragrances are big. Yeah, this is a this you is a get, bomb. You, you know what you're smelling yeah. here. You, and they will They're wear you direct. all day. Yeah, and uh, Mortel is their smoldering incense fragrance, which I love. I'm, you know, we are big incense people here in Fragrophilia. Yeah. And this also has like a big kick of heat because it has pimento in it, as well as a lot of black pepper. There's also nutmeg. So that's that's nice. I will also say that a lot of incense fragrances can wear super heavy. This one does not overpower a room. No. I feel like it's a very polite business casual incense. So that's nice because yeah. we have a lot of incense fragrances in our collection and some of them can like knock you out. Pulse Mars 2022, for instance. Yeah, I feel like it's also kind of like a, a good spicy scent too. There's a little spiciness to it. It could just be me. I could just be in that kind of mindset right now where everything that has those kind of like woody bases and just have kind of like a, a I don't know, it's almost like a patchouli. Is there a patchouli and vetiver on there? I, I don't have the note list in front of me. I but don't it's... think so. I looked at it just before we did this episode. I think it's like a pretty straight amber incense. Mm. God, it uh, smells so good. I'm smelling it right spices. now. It's... Yeah, I love it. Um, the other one that we kind of disagree on a little bit is I really like Broom. Broom is not doing it for me. Is it's this just, their, what are the notes? Is it their Oris? Well, it's it's their, yeah, there's Oris and uh, Violet. It's got Vetiver. It's got a real kind of like ambery Tonka base. And I wore it a couple times last week just to, just to kind of get a feel for it. Ah. Yeah, I really, really like it. It's got that kind of just that classic makeup powder for us. It's, it's a very, very nice fragrance. So I am looking forward to exploring more of them. I don't know how many scents they have. I feel like there's probably about 10, maybe eight. We've tried five. I'm looking yeah, forward to Yeah, I definitely it. want to try the full range. We yeah. finally sussed them out at, at uh, Neiman yeah, Marcus. They're like the buried other day. in a corner. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're so hidden, like literally like nearly on the floor. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we even happened to find them because they're almost invisible, but they are carried at Neiman Marcus at North Park. Buried on a shelf behind the Joe Malone section. It's hard time. I mean, they're like by the hair dryers. <laughs> it's not even the other, yeah, it's not even by the their candles. Yeah. The candles are out in like the main perfume area. Yeah. So that, that was kind of weird to me. But hey, who am I going to complain? We got to smell them and see them in real life. The bottles are the beautiful. The bottles are gorgeous. The lids are yeah. awesome. So I am looking forward to that. I have good news. We have a question from one of our listeners. Okay. Uh, this is from Lisa. And Lisa, I'm not going to say your name because 
you know, your, your account is set to private on Instagram. But uh, she writes to us quite a bit, and we talk about fragrances and such. And she is asking that the more she gets into fragrance, she's finding it harder to prioritize a full bottle purchase. That you almost get paralyzed about choosing the right uh, bottle. And I'm sure just because you get so many samples and things like that. But I think I I know what she's talking about. I get that way a little bit, too. I really know what she's talking about. We had that this week. Yeah. Oh, God. Where we had like a big chunk of money. Like we got, how much was it? It was like $75 off of a fragrance at, at Neiman Marcus. And yeah, like, and, and Come in and use it before the certain date. And we happened to be there. So we're like, oh, we should get something. It'll be so much cheaper. And we didn't want to get something. I didn't want to get something that was just for me. And you didn't want to get something that was just for you. So we ended up getting a fragrance that like neither of us really like. Yeah. Uh, maybe it'll grow on us but hey if anyone wants to trade a bottle of frederick mall's low de bear we we have one that we're not crazy about yeah and um you know so so lisa yeah we understand that parallel we had a we we went and and grant we had henry with us so there's always a little bit of a time crunch there and a little bit of pressure but diaper situation right when we were in the middle of that situation we went down the way and had a coffee and really thought about like oh what can we find on you know sites where we can get a discount or what can we what do we really want and is this more of a you or more of a me type of fragrance and we went through this whole bit and then we ended up just kind of getting one that i don't know or we have a little bit of buyer's remorse but yeah you know what we've talked we've been champions of blind buying which it wasn't a blind buy but we've been champions of having to meet a fragrance in the middle yeah i think that's true and i've i actually was thinking about it today and I was like feeling the regret and I was like you know what don't feel the regret yet because so often the fragrances that you hate are the ones that end up becoming your favorites yeah I mean I I didn't never hated portrait of a lady but you sprayed that on this week you and were all over me you were like so into it it is I never knew uh, you were a portrait well of a lady this is person. a pg channel so let's keep it clean but uh no sure is the way I'm feeling tonight <laughs> <laughs> um, i was up all night with henry last night oh my god we are going through it right now i'm sorry if i sound low energy henry is starting to like self-wean a little bit and i'm also a little bit done with breastfeeding so i'm going through like hormonal shifts which i'm having insomnia but henry's also like waking up in the middle of the night still wanting mommy three times so i'm and he's starting to stand I'm which is like the coolest thing in the world to him and he's also mimicking a lot of behavior. So he just wants to party. He wants to stand. He wants to party. And he wants to eat big boy food. God, that's the thing. It's like I have, I'm nearing the end of breastfeeding. I think it's going to be a slow descent. But now it's like all I do is cook for him. Like it's crazy the amount of food that child eats. And I'm just I'm so tired. Well, have a little bit more of your martini. Yeah, I might it's need gonna, a second one tonight. Yeah, I think, you know. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. We get sloshed on a podcast. <laughs> but we want to thank Lisa as this well. It's the holiday for, struggle episode. It's the holiday struggle. Um, thank, thank you, Lisa, for sending yes, in the, a great you. question because that is something. Well, what mean, do you think, honey? What do I think about the, the prioritizing? We're trying to do it right now with Christmas. Like, how are you, how are you deciding? Well, I think it's kind of like I said, a, you know, episode or two ago. I, for the, yeah, geez, Christmas and then deciding to buy a full bottle are two different things to me because Christmas is always like 
just get me something crazy. Doesn't have to be expensive or anything like that, but I don't want to pick it. I want someone else to pick it and I'll just be happy with it. Um, but we have want we have our want list. And it's like we have an extensive want list. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even refer to it when we were in Neiman's looking no. at and so Should've. and they have probably quite a few of, of the items that we have on that want list. We could have went with Chanel, we could have went with all these other things and you know, so yeah. We actually couldn't have oh, gone that's with Chanel right. because they, it was on the exclusion it list. It was on the exclusion list. But yeah, I I guess my answer is that, yeah, I get it and I sympathize. And I don't know how you prioritize that because you just have to go in the moment and uh, and uh, and you live with the consequences mm-hmm. <laughs> of that full <laughs> bottle because that's what we're doing now. Yeah. Well, I think we're both just trying to be way more conscientious of not just buying just to buy which we definitely did last week but you know maybe we'll grow to really enjoy it yeah uh but we would love to hear other people's thoughts on that and i also just want to spend out another special shout out to our beloved tiago who this the sentiment yes on tiktok and instagram and he did a little story about how he was catching up on our podcast episodes and he said so many nice things and we're such big fans and I know a lot of our listeners are probably already fans of his as well, uh, but we wanted to thank him again. And which brings to mind something you brought up the other day that I think is an important thing, that fragrance community is like the old internet in the sense that uh, I think what you meant by that is that it's just kind of people with some kind of you know, not common interests or views or thoughts, and you just kind of pile in your little communities online and you just share your thoughts. And there's not a lot of, like, I don't see a lot of drama, at least. I don't see a lot of bitterness. I don't see a lot of craziness. Just people just kind of, like, sharing their loves and sharing their passions and their interests. And people who live very different lives connecting over a shared interest. Yeah, because... All different parts of the world. When you look at, as a web developer, when you go to Fragrantica or Base Notes or Perfuma.net or any of them, I mean, Fragrantica is like light years ahead of the others in terms of just like functionality. Yeah. But they're all ugly. And they're all just like ratchety. I mean, they are ratchety. And, um, but... They are busy as hell. People are just posting views. They're on the message they boards. Sure they're being, are. Their reviews are just. They have post articles like five new articles I every mean, day from like people who, who have a, a long history of writing amazing things for Fragrantica. They've and they're posted just five articles since it. we've started this podcast. I mean, yeah, it's seriously. just like it's, in, it's insane. And not only that, like when I first started visiting Fragrantica on the regular, it was so foreign to me to go to like a news a news website it's a fragrance news website an industry news website and you'd read an article where they just rip a fragrance to shreds yeah. like brutally <laughs> and i was like wow like this isn't like when you read a review of a fashion show coming from a fashion background and i'm like this is like unhinged and of course you know fragrantica has its problems they've supported that weird racist canadian trucker movement uh, yeah they're definitely anti-vax and 
I feel like they they run Fragrantica like it's 2005. It's so strange. Well, it's built like it's 2005. Exactly. It probably hasn't changed. It, uh, but diving aside from the site runners and everything, and, and just in general, just like listening to the podcast or just you know pulling up TikTok or Instagram or anything like, or especially YouTube, which is you know kind of the the backbone of of fragrance culture on yes. the internet it's just it is, it is just interesting people that just share their thoughts and their passions and and i think one of the reasons why it's fun and less contentious than say like music or sports or anything like that is that the olfactory senses is it can't really be defined and the way i smell something is going to be the, oh, different than the way you smell it and you can't really say you're wrong because there's no real way to prove that. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it just seems, so it's just kind of like, hey, I like this. And sure, people get testing and things like that. But I love when people get bitchy and fragrance. But I just want to say, like, we are living in a time where all of the things that used to build community on the internet, you see how people met and built communities on Twitter, now X, and that's being completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. All of the community-based features on Instagram are being eroded. On you know Facebook, they're all pushing more ads. It's just all of the things that are supposed to bring people together and form a sense of community. They're working, like they're trying to erode those. I'm not exactly sure why, because I feel like if you did those in a successful way, it would get people to spend more time on the platforms and the companies would make more money. I don't know, maybe I'm naive, but it does seem to me that the fragrance community is resilient to those erosions of community due to failures of technology in a way that I don't see in other areas. I see it like in in the art world, I've like noticed, you know, talking with other painters, like we stay tight, text, have group chats and all of that, but it's nice to see it in something that you could be as like cynically consumer driven as fragrance. Yeah. It's a community of people who are really passionate and I love it. It makes me feel like I'm on the internet in 2007 and that's a feeling that is amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, I would love to, I don't know how, I say this in theory, I'm never on Facebook, but I would kind of like to get into one of those Facebook groups where yeah, everybody's kind of like sharing bottles. and swap bottles yeah, and selling, but even bottles like. Maybe we should make a Fragrantica Discord or a Fragrantica Facebook group so we can all hang. Or like a Fragrophilia. And they have these thing on Instagram now. I keep seeing like, come to my broadcast channel and it looks like it's cool. It looks like a group chat, but I'm, I'm not sure I understand how to utilize them I think, yet. Isn't it kind of like subscribe? subscription base oh, as well. Is it? Yeah, I think I don't know. Oh man. We'll figure it out. We'll get yeah. back to you guys. Let us know if this sounds like something you'd <laughs> I've be into. I've never sounded more old in my life. Yeah. I think it's one of those subscription things, but I don't know. But I think that is a great point and I think you're right and when you said that I, it is something because I really do enjoy just spending time on on fragrance. I mean, like you were saying, Twitter X, Facebook, for years tumblr's it, gone it's, it's all just kind of very like yeah, hostile and toxic from and, those platforms and like we're not on them anymore yeah and it's just like you dive into tiktok fragrance tiktok or instagram tiktok and it's just like hey these are my sense of the week and here's why i love this and it's like i may agree or not agree but it's like hey i love hearing your thoughts i love knowing what you're wearing it's just it's fun it's easy okay well we've had like we're enjoying the spirit of love and community 
I, I can I be a hater for a second? I love it. What the hell is going on with this Future Society perfume brand? It's like the heaviest PR push I've seen for any new brand ever. They ha- they're on the freaking cover of Harper's Bazaar. Yeah, I don't know. They're on all of my TikTok ads too. Sorry. And yeah. I've noticed today they have a heavy affiliate program that they're drafting people into. And the concept here is fragrances based on flowers that have gone extinct. Yes. And I know very little. I read a little bit of that Harper's Bazaar. And the founder seems nice. So I don't, you know, it's not a personal attack or anything like that. But yeah, I agree. It, um, it seems, I love the promo house little gimmick thing, but that's what it's kind of, because when you look at the notes, the flowers that they, or the the plant that is extinct that's been brought, I don't see that in the notes. Yeah, so like, it's so You'd meaningless. They spend like they've spent a lot of money making all of this advertising material, explaining to us that these are extinct flowers that they have recreated. That means nothing to me as a consumer. I'm interested in how something smells, so they use like typical perfume notes, I guess, to describe the smells. So why do we have like all of these glossy videos of them like in laboratories? Like, what does it all mean? Does it matter? Yeah. And I find this affiliate program and the heavy PR push so suspicious. I've never seen anything like, oh, actually I have. The only thing I can compare it to is, you know, uh, Bobby Brown's makeup line, Jones Road, Jeff, you don't, you're not a girl. You know how like the the freaking miracle bomb, like you would get 20 advertisements for it for a day. I, I mean, I got so many ads for this miracle bomb and I've, I was actually thinking about buying it earlier today. I've never seen one product so heavily advertised until Future Society came along. Yeah, but Bobby Brown's got like, you know, she's legacy big time. You, well, you, it was her new brand, you know, she was in that non-compete contract for 20 years, so she couldn't. Right, but it's, Bobby Brown's not a person that's coming out of nowhere. Exactly. Yeah, and so you expect her to have a big PR push and big budget and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, you're right about this. Like, all I'm seeing is Future Society and it's just like, man, you know, we hear all these stories and podcast interviews and TikToks and stuff like that about how hard it is to develop a line and bring it out and the money and all the costs and all that kind of stuff. And it's like all of a sudden it's like it's, they're everywhere. So I guess the question is, do we get a sample set and find out how they are? Let's not. <laughs> I think that they're at Nordstrom. So next time we're there, we'll, we'll check they? them out. Yeah. They're at Nordstrom? They're at Nordstrom. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can see that fitting there. Yeah. I don't know what the price point is, but I think it's not too high. Well, now I'm really kind of curious. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll get back to that, that hater special. I think it's, I think uh, the question I posed in our show notes here, I said, is Future Society the Theranos of the perfume world? So stay tuned for the answer on that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost made a drawing blood joke, but I'm, I'm not going to. So we're going to go to the sense of the week instead. And okay. hey, I have a proposition or a proposal. Not a proposition. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I have not moved to my second martini yet. I'm just <laughs> yeah. adding that. Um, I think that we should change it to um, since we've been wearing. Because we, we do this bi-weekly. So That's since true, the week yeah. is never really kind of translates yeah. properly. It's one of those little things that kind of. Okay, since lately. 
Yeah. What are your sins lately? We'll honey? come up with a much better name, you know, like we <laughs> promised about the game, but we still call it the game. But uh, since I've been wearing, should I go first? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, first off, Tempo by Diptyque. It's been on the tray a few times over the last couple months. And I just think it's a perfect patchouli. I think I did a video about it. I don't know. I've talked about it before. I just, it is both kind of like a dank, muddy, earthy patchouli, but at the same time, this like beautiful, elegant, classic old world patchouli scent. And you're constantly going in between. I'm, I love layering it with things. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I feel like, hey, the scent is pretty good, but boy, it could use a dose of patchouli. I give it the tempo effect. And it's just kind of, now it's on all kinds of things. You know, I have like mm-hmm. a sweater at my desk that I'll put on if it's a little chilly or there's a blanket, or you know, and it's just everywhere and I love it and I live in it. So I think even if it's not physically a choice that I make to spray on myself, it will be a scent of the week or a scent I've been wearing for weeks to come because it's just, I've, I've been wearing it so much, it's everywhere in the house. I don't think we can clean it away. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. It's so cooling and calming. It's it's such a good vibes fragrance for me. I think it might be my favorite diptyque. In oh, a in really? a in a, in a host No, I can of... see that. I can see that cuz I'm trying to think what mine would be like and it would pull out hold such a special place in my heart, but I would definitely wear tempo more. So Yeah, I mean Diptyque, where Diptyque stands here. We really are. And we bought a Diptyque a good, candle like, while we were at Neiman Marcus. That's true. Yeah, their yeah. Christmas, don't their Christmas that tree one. candle. Yeah. What is it called? It's like I don't know. Sapier or <laughs> something like that. I don't know. It's their pine one, and it smells amazing. And we're gonna light this weekend because we're gonna put up the tree. Yes, can't so. wait. Anyway, uh, second on the list, I'm still wearing Muguet Fleury by Orisa Legrand. I love that scent. I love this so much. I just want to pop in, so I don't mean to crash your sense no. of the week, but I just want to say this is one of my favorite fragrances that I've ever smelled. It's so good. If you haven't had a chance, definitely smell it. It's not like anything that I've ever tried. It's so lively. It's so unique. It's so dazzling. Hollafragrance.net uh, or fragrancenet.com or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, FragranceNet. FragranceNet. Yeah. Good deal on that one. Yeah, you got it for like $70. I know. It's yeah, so, so good. good. It's obscenely good. I want to get a sample set. Yeah. Or a discovery kit. I think you looked it up and you get to pick like six or something yeah, like yeah. that. And if they're, ha- I mean, we have a couple other samples by there and they're all strong. But wow, that is one of the best fragrances I've bought in the last couple of years. Definitely this year. Finally, um, Miskio. Did a great uh, little promo for like Black Friday where um, I think it was 20% off and then all sale, all profits, 5% of all profits from this sale went to Gaza and Palestinians and people suffering. Won't get into that too heavy, but I thought that was great of her to do. So I wanted to finally, speaking of want lists and whatnot, I was not paralyzed in purchasing those. I got Espice and... um. Pistil? You Pistil? Got, you got that for me. Thank mm-hmm. you. And I've been wearing a piece quite a bit this week. Again, spicy, woody. It's perfect for chilly nights. Kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Mortel by Trudon. Oh, yeah. But, I see that. Um, 
I don't know. It's supposed to be a spicy scent, but I get so much oily woods in it mm-hmm. in a piece. And um, it's an extrate. It's 30 mils. It's just such a beautiful fragrance. It makes me so happy. It's so comforting. I'm glad I have it now because I will be wearing it a lot during the holiday season and probably January and February and all the colder months. And I just, I love it. Valerie, the niche sampler, she likes that too, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. 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 So shout out. Shout out, Valerie. Love you. Um, Okay. So you got, you got, how do you say it? Pistil. Okay. Pistil. You got that for me from the sale, which was so nice of you. And I actually, I have it like right here by me and I don't even know why, maybe for comfort. It's so amazing. It's this moody, nocturnal, green, narcissus and violet scent. It's very gothic and romantic. We actually, you did this in the game for me. I did, yeah. And I think like my answer is like just blind smelling it. I'm like, this is like the quintessential me scent. Yes. And truly it is with like the note pyramid. There's also, I think there's wormwood in here too. So it has that kind of, um, oh, what's the green absinthe? Yeah. It has the, the absinthe quality. Absinthe, violet, narcissist, so dreamy. Also, um, honey, you and I were watching the 2006 Masterpiece Theater adap- adaptation of <laughs> Jane Eyre with Ruth, Ruth Wilson last night. Which we uh, watched earlier in the year. No, we well. watched that when I was pregnant last year. Oh, gosh, it's been a year. It's been over a year. Yeah, but we were rewatching it. So amazing. But um, in one of like the most romantic scenes, they cut to this shot of daffodils on like the bank of a little pond. And I thought, oh, that's so perfect. Yeah. It's like Pistol is the perfect Jane Eyre scent. And Jane Eyre is my favorite book. And I love watching all of the media adaptations of it. So thank you for that, honey. I love the bottles. I yes. love the bottles. I love the little insignias on them. They're t- they're kind of they're tiny. Again, they're straight. So it, it it reminds me a little bit of a squattier square Nasamato without the crazy hopper. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks really chic. I think it would look really cool on someone's like dresser tray. Mm-hmm. That would be in their bedroom, anything like that. Um, I also just want to shout out the founder and perfumer, Marie Pierre. She was kind enough. She sent us a um, little travel sizes of a couple fragrances as well. So nice of her. I know. She I'm has pretty... a, a beautiful heart. We love her. Yes. Thank you. Um, and definitely try Pistil and Apice. Apice. <laughs> what else were you wearing? Um, okay. So I just wanted to say I want to report back on Hexensalb. By Storis Guggen. This is their new release. It's their uh, witchy inspired scent. We were talking about it on our last episode. Really curious to try it. What do you think? I don't love the opening. Mm-hmm. And I do like the rest of it. I really do. Like, so when I first, first off, we had mentioned, or you had mentioned one time to me in passing that the note list kind of reminded you a little bit of flaming creature because of some of the notes and for some reason that stuck in my mind mm-hmm. because flaming i think Cre- mine too flaming creature by marissa zappos is one of our favorite scents i'm actually going to buy it for my hairdresser this week i need to put it in an order with marissa because i wore flaming creature to go get my hair done last time and ashley my hairdresser love you she went crazy over it 
It is. Yeah, I was thinking about it on a walk today, um, how I would it, it, talk about Flaming Creature. And Flaming Creature is truly one of those scents. I'm not going to say it's my all-time favorite scent or anything like that. But if somehow, you know, the oppressive government took over and decided that everyone could only have one perfume and there was a lottery and I ended up with Flaming Creature, I would feel so lucky and yeah. so grateful. And... Um, and that would be, I wouldn't be bummed. I'd be like, okay, that's, you know, whatever. I'd be one of those people that is privileged who doesn't mind a crazy lottery like that because they ended up with the good pick. But. So you're imagining a weird society where it's like a raffle of like the one <laughs> perfume you can get. What my dystopian, my dystopian future still involves fragrance. Your dystopian, but, your dystopian yeah. future is really mild. <laughs> well, oh no, yeah. I have to wear this. <laughs> Indie. <laughs> Welcome indie to perfume. my life. <laughs> I'm an optimist, so I like yeah, to think of my dystopian are. future. I still feel like the goodness in in human life is that hey, we may do some bad things, but you know, we can do some. So we, you can smell good. Marissa Zappos, 2024. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, that's how I feel about flaming creature. So. <laughs> Stacking Hexensalb up to that was probably a little bit unfair. But I will say this, because my nephew went to Ministry of Scent, who unfortunately had a fire in the building, so they're still operational, but, you know, shout out to them. Shop at Ministry of Scent. Get well soon, Ministry of Scent. We love them. Great, great. Uh, our dream is to go there sometime. But anyway, he was all into Hexensalb, and, and I, uh, shout out Ben, uh, a lot of shout outs. It's the holidays, you know? Um, but we, uh, I, yeah, that opening, I just, it seems so flat. It's just kind of like, I don't know what that is. It's missing some stuff. Like, I guess because when I think witchy, I think of something dark and deep and smoldering. And this is like a very polite and mild green licorice woody scent. The opening to me feels like a drafty old closet that once had mothballs in it. You know, but I can definitely see that. It's kind of musty and it's also, they say it's salted licorice in their notes. And like, you definitely get that yeah. salty aspect, which I'm not sure entirely works with all the rest of the I notes. don't love salted li licorice anyway, but I will say this. So we got it from Lucky Scent. So it's just blotters or droppers. What do we call those? I don't know. Drop up. <laughs> dabbers. dabbers 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 whatever anyway um i it it did kind of stay on my wrist for a while and throughout the day i kept thinking like man what am i smelling that smells really good and it was that and i think the mm. dry once you get to the mid notes and the dry down and the base notes then it's a really good fragrance and but again it's reminiscent much like we suspected of of uh, flaming creature, and I'm just gonna wear flaming creature because flaming creature. I, I don't rocks. find like I don't find it similar to flaming creature at all, and I kind of wanted to, I think, and you know, it didn't deliver. Um, you know, for me, fragrance. You could say that the marketing of it is all bullshit. You could be super cynical about it, but for <laughs> me, like I love the idea. Like when I because I follow fragrance, I love when like a perfumer that I admire, a, a house that I'm excited about promises me this little abstract concept like ooh jane you're gonna smell like a with claymation yeah you're gonna smell like a satanic witch you know or whatever like 
I start dreaming. I start filling in the void of what that's going to smell like in my mind. And they really, their, their marketing for Hex and Sob was amazing. That claymation video was so cool. I, I love Satan. You know, I really wanted to smell <laughs> like this dark, uh, evil witch and it just didn't deliver. And that's, that's kind of the double-edged sword of, of marketing, I guess, when you overpromise and underdeliver. I think that will I love Satan show up in the in the title of this. It's going to show up in one of Hen Henry's PTA meetings. That's yeah. for fucking sure. <laughs> Listeners, numbers have just dropped. This episode's going on the rails. <laughs> We're so sleep deprived. Hey, you still have two sense of the week on your list. Oh shit, I do. Get okay. it together, lady. Um. Okay. Uh. Rimbo by Celine. Can we have a moment of appreciation for this scent? Yeah, well, we, it's perfect. We both wore it. There's not an occasion that Rimbo isn't amazing in. It's perfect for any situation. There, all of the Celine scents are so great because they have this uh, kind of common profile of like white musk, orris, vanilla, and is it like cedar? In all of their scents, like. All of the, the scents yeah, it's musk, share this. Yeah, and sandalwood, I think. I, don't, I think it's cedar, not I sandalwood, but a lot of them have sandalwood. This is the scent that we ended up buying first from Celine. I think we will definitely end up buying more down the road, but I definitely feel like Rimbo is the most wearable. For all of their amazing fragrances, Rimbo you could wear every day, and I'm, I'm always glad when I uh, see it on the tray and... Loved wearing it this week. I do want to say that, man, that's that is that's a hard thing to say about Celine Sense. That's how good they are. Yeah. Is it the most wearable of all of them? Because I, I see a lot of people that love black tie. Mm -hmm. And spoiler alert, black tie is a part of our vanilla sode. <laughs> Much hyped up vanilla sode. We will get there. We will. Uh, you know, maybe next. We'll Who take, knows? We're taking our time. There's a lot of uh, great vanilla scents, and I keep ordering them. So, but... Reptile's really good. Eau de California's really good. Mm, um, you're selling me on Eau de California. That's, no, sorry. You like the uh, cologne. I like cologne, Frances. Yeah, you're selling me on that one. That is so good. But I don't know if that would, is, is like Rimbo, Reptile, Black Tie. There's one, a Tuxedo. No, that's, that's Yves Saint Laurent. I can't remember. There's one other one that's like really just frayed. They're all just so well done and so balanced perfectly with little hints of things that make them different from each other obviously like one's a vanilla and one's a you know orange blossom and neroli and things like that but they're just so good but rimbo much like you were saying you put it on bring it out it's just it always pleases you could just wear the, that's another one when the overrulers the overlords take yeah, over. Yeah, no, for sure. Rimbo is definitely one. I'm going to get Flaming Creature. Hopefully, fingers crossed that my number <laughs> comes up then. I'm hoping you get Rimbo. I want to watch this movie, The Perfume Dystopian Society. I mean, we did get a uh, a sample while we were at Neiman's. They loaded us up with samples again. I know we you. mentioned last time. Yeah, you know. Well, I think at this time it was Henry because Henry was charming Samara. If Samara ever listens to our podcast, oh my God. she is a hero. She's the most beautiful. She is so awesome. She's, she is um, a, a rep at Neiman's. 
in our in Dallas, and um, she just knows everything. But she gave us a bunch of samples and everything, and one of those was Aventus. So <laughs> I was pretty excited. I actually tested it the other day after I haven't tried it in what years. What did you think? It's good. Yeah, I usually mean, are. I would never. Usually, all those bestsellers are like, it just yeah, it's, principle, it's but, popular for a reason. Um, you know, I f- feel like I would have to get like a leather trench coat or something if I wore a Ventus, but it smells good. It really does. But anyway, I hope that, uh, I hope that, I, I mean, I guess if the overlords gave me that one, I'd be okay as well, but I'm, I'm hoping that I get flaming creature and you get Rimbo. Yeah, that, that would shake out well. Okay. Well. <laughs> Your final scent of the of the week. Um. Okay, this is one that Jeff kind of hates. No. <laughs> yesterday, I was taking a bath. It was end of the night. You were with Henry. I'm feeling like these super intense emotional shifts from just Henry dropping like two breastfeeding sessions a day. So I was in my feelings in the bathtub. I got out, and uh, I wanted something comforting. So I reached for. Ani by Nishane, which is this super buttery lemon cake of a fragrance. It's very gourmand. And sometimes that intense buttery quality makes me hate it. Some, there's been several times where you and I have been talking like, do we need to kick this out of our collection? But um, I don't know. When Ani hits right, it really hits right. And last night, when I was kind of emotion, that was perfect. Yeah, it was. It smelled great. It did smell good. And it ended up in like Henry's hair a little bit. So it's like when <laughs> I would carry him somewhere, it, it, I could smell it. And yeah, I think, you, you know, you put it right. That sometimes it's, it's one of those fragrances that seems kind of generic to me at times. It's not special. Yeah, it doesn't feel special. And I remember I bought the 100 ml back then when I, you know, we didn't have that many fragrances, but it was just one of those things where it's like, oh, I wish I would have bought the 50. <laughs> yeah. 50 would have been more than enough. Yeah. Um, but maybe, maybe we'll finish it one day. Maybe. When yeah. I'm really old. We have so many other fragrances that are just better than that one, though. Yeah, but, you know, we, do, we, don't have, we don't have any other gourmands. Like, literally, I don't think I can think of another gourmand fragrance. And Ani is pretty gourmand. Yeah, it can. It, it, to me, it smells like that kind of pineapple-y type of, I don't know. A it's like pineapple a pine- upside-down cake. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think it's time to get to the game. Let's do the game. All right. I have just sprayed Jane, her first fragrance for the game. And I just want to say, we just had to deal with a fire alarm situation with it going off in Henry's room. So that's why he was waking up. But I got to tell you, they sure make fire alarm or smoke detectors much more complicated. Well, that whole thing took longer than it needed to because I let you go deal with it. But you are deaf in one ear, which makes it extremely hard for you to triangulate sounds. So you had disassembled and were like cursing at this other fire alarm. (laughs) <laughs> which was not the fire alarm that was going off. So, yeah, that was... Anyway. Welcome to Jane's world. Yeah, we're, we're here now. <laughs> I poured another glass of wine, which is definitely going to get me tipsy because I'm, I'm going on like three hours of sleep right now. But, okay, this that you've just sprayed me smells like the most beautiful oud Ooh. and like cotton candy. 
Mm. It's animalic and sweet in the opening, but it's um it's getting more middle notes are kind of appearing. It's stanky in a very pleasant way. Well, I will tell you my theme this week is um or this episode kind of oods with fruit notes or kind oh, of sweet fruity notes. Interesting. Oody fruity, if I may say. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, honey. <laughs> this is like a strawberry oud, if I'm going to venture a guess. That's so good. I really like it. Um, Yeah. What? Uh, Smells like strawberry shortcake and heat. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Oh, I- I'm supposed to do the criteria. Okay, um... I think I gave you my first impressions. This feels, you know, for being such an intense oud smelling fragrance, it um it's airy, it's sheer, it's it's um dispersing itself in the air in a very pleasant way. Nice sillage. I would say this is you know, ouds I feel like it's more polite to wear them in cooler weather. I don't know, I could see it smells a delicious. Su- a party on a, a summer night. I don't think anyone's going to be mad at smelling this. No. It, it is delicious. Yeah. There's vanilla coming out right now. Yeah. A lot of vanilla. Well, let me give you... Um, this is great. Dried fruits, cardamom, leather, cloves, geranium, benzoin, guyac wood, and gurgeon balsam. And uh, let me give you a little... Uh, well, first off, came out in 2022, and it's Matteo Nardine, who also did Gold Leaves by Regine Oh, man. We love Gold Leaves. Yeah, bring Talk it back. on our want list. Yeah. want want to find that. Love that one. This is fantastic. Is this another um, freaking Regine Bifleur? No. That's really I- good, Jeff. I own sample pitch like... I know I always say own or I like something on the game. We're but. never paralyzed at saying own on own yeah, sample pitch yeah, in the game. This is really good. It's honestly a resounding yes. Let me smell that real quick. Me? I, w- I want to smell it a little bit. Tell me what it is. Well, oh, boy, you get that kind of danky oud, but it's surrounded by all those beautiful, like, and comforting, sweet, and candy, and uh, what a beautiful thing. It is, um, I'm going to pull it out here, because it's Oud Lac mm. by um, Les Bains Gerbois. Okay, I wore this yeah. like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, this is really nice. Yeah, you nice. really liked it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, that's really good. We have a bunch of their samples Smooth because I am really intrigued by them, and I think their bottles and their design and everything's really beautiful. And hey, can you explain the concept behind the brand? To- well, it's uh, Le Bain Gribois is some kind. It's a, a place in the Fourth Adjournment or Third, somewhere around there. It's over by Notre Dame, and um, it's a place where people have gathered throughout the decades, starting with the late 1800s, I guess. You know, philosophers and writers would hang out there, and then it became kind of a, uh, 
a bathhouse for a while, and then it became like a club, and throughout the so they they kind of use all of these eras as inspiration. Could totally I'm I'm summarizing based on something I read once, you know, like yeah. a month and a half ago. So I could totally be butchering this, and I know people should expect more from me. I'm I'm hosting a podcast here. I should know things, <laughs> no. but who cares? You know, All I know is they have a prince inspired fragrance. Yes, which I like actually. This is a Dominique Ropion as well. Yeah, um, big prince lover. Yeah, over I here. think it's like ninety two purple night or something yeah. like that. So it's good. It's good, good little one. fruit chili. Yeah. I almost use, there's one that I really like. It's like Le Bain Souffre or something like that. That is one that I really, really like. And I tried it earlier in the week. And finally, after trying several that are like, yeah, I like this. This isn't okay. I do like this one a lot. I do like Purple Night a lot. Um, but the Le Bain Souffre or whatever it's called is, this is, I'm so good at this. Um, that one's the one that finally, it's like, ah finally found it that's the one that i like so but i really like this this is really filling the room yeah that is Beauty. really good really really good all right so uh my turn okay your turn i have just sprayed jeff his first scent from the game this is like a cool winter forest lots of piney nose there's like a tree sap amber there's something very woody it's not just pine leaves and things like that. It's kind of just like a, I don't know, probably a cedar. There's also a bit of a burnt tire aspect to it and a little bit of like a vanilla. Hmm. Do I have any of those notes correct? I think you're definitely in the right wheelhouse. I will say we must both be in the mood for oud because there is oud in this. I'm not getting a lot of it, though. I mean, I guess that's a burnt tire. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a super heavy oud. It's not fragrance. a heavy oud at yeah. all. It's very uh woodsy, leathery. Yeah, it's a woodsy leathery scent that's not even that aggressive for a woodsy leathery oh, scent. It it's pretty great. I can smell it over here. It smells very You could wear this anywhere. You could wear this to an office. You could wear this to the Christmas party. You could wear this you to You want to become the day. office crush. <laughs> it I do. Um <laughs> and yeah, it's very it's kind of watery as well. There's a watery aspect to it. Mm. I don't know. It feels fresh. It feels very clean. Okay, to me. actually I have a clue on what might be the watery aspect. Okay, what is it? Like, okay, it has aloes wood listed as a note. And is I'm that like a thing? what is that? I don't know. Is that real? No. But like aloe is a very watery plant. Obviously yeah. it's high water content. Maybe that's I feel soothed. Soothed and ooded. Soothed. <laughs> we have ooty fruity and soothed. We have a soup. Oh, okay, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> um, wow, this is this is really nice. I'm glad I'm you like it. I'm tempted to ask if this is a, a Jorma studio, <laughs> but it's not nearly as layered as as one of those. This is a little bit more straightforward. I feel like the note list isn't that long. Is the note? No, list long? it's not. Can you give it to me? Cedar, oud, hay, bergamot, leather, equestrian hey. accords, and aloes wood. Equestrian accord? Is this like... Um, it, I will tell you, in the copy, they call it galloping stag. So, is this like a Naomi Goodsir? No, but it does smell like one, doesn't it? it well, it's not as, as punchy as that, but... Um, 
It's a little house that we love from Tucson, Arizona. Can you guess? Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah, La Carie. Yeah. Is this Silene or whatever? No, this is Faunus. Oh, yeah. This is Faunus by La Carie. Isn't it gorgeous? It is. This is like the second or third time that La Curie's made it into the game, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, every time I go back to our sample set, I'm super impressed. Because yeah. we smell fragrances all day long from houses that have a lot of like money and PR behind them. And they are, they're really small. And they're Very so small. legit. Yeah, this it is, is a great fragrance. Not a huge line. Handful of fragrances made with love. This, some, this one, some kind of a... Luca Turin Award. Oh, I guess I don't know. Well, if, if you're into that, but um, I think Incendo won an Art and Olfaction Award in 2018. They're really or good. Yeah. Definitely get a sample set from Luxury. We are yeah big Geist heads. Big Geist heads. Yeah, but I honestly I like all of yeah, them. Yeah, there's like also I really Aries like really good, and I, I can't remember. It's like Silene or something. Silene is damn good. That is like yeah. that is on a want list for sure. I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah, I mean, want list is kind of like a purgatory for sense, but um, <laughs> you know, it's probably been on the want list since we bought uh, the first one. But Geist. Geist, and I've been so happy with Geist. Yeah, Geist is great. I smell Geist every now and then when I'm on a walk. It just like appears in my life, and it's I just, a just like chocolate yeah. patchouli cobblestone and ink fragrance. It's yeah, the it's perfect beautiful. little goth patchouli treat well i would totally own this uh not only because it's really good and smells really nice and it's all of these kind of things you would associate with heavier scents and heavier fragrances that you make you like oh i don't know if it might be too strong for me or it might be too heavy to wear it's all done very subtle and you could wear this out and feel comfortable you wouldn't it's not overpowering it's a beautiful scent i would mm -hmm. totally own it um, not only because, like I was saying, it's good, but because, yeah, they're exactly the type of house we'd want to support, and they do a great job. So, all right, time for number two for you. Okay. I have just sprayed the second scent for you. What are your thoughts? So I know this is part of your ooty fruity plans for me. This smells like warm pears simmered in cinnamon with amber. Oh. Man, I am getting a lot of it right now, and it's damn good. Yeah, it also, mm -hmm. there, it's bright. Like, I imagine there's some bergamot here. Orange. Okay, orange. Yeah, it's very foody, but um, it's also smelling very Christmassy to me. Can I ask what the fruit is? Is it just the orange? Yeah, I'll give you the full note list right now. Please. Rum, orange, Okay. pepper, toffee, saffron, divana, oud, Amber and oak moss came out in 2022. I get like that toffee caramelized aspect. There is something like 2020. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, this smells like Christmas. You remember when we, um, I used to make like car caramel popcorn, I used to make like this caramel snack mix. It does mm, smell the like sesame. The, you remember God. the sesame one? Yes, it was so good. That was a Martha Stewart recipe. And I can't, can't find, find it, it anymore. Yeah. And it's the bane of my existence. Oh, that was so Early good. Early days. Yeah, we did that for like three or four cocktail parties that we had. Mm -hmm. If anyone has that, um, I think it, she called it like 
spicy spicy Asian snack mix. If anybody has that, DM me. Um, anyway, this smells like caramel cooking on the stove. I definitely smell the rum aspect in it. Lovely. I would not wear this personally. It's a little too sweet and fruity and sharp for me. But you know, it's still um it's still just opening up. Maybe it'll change. Yeah, I I don't know. It's like it's similar a little bit to the previous one, and I would rather wear that one. This is very sweet. Very. It there's the where is you, this house from? You get this uh Italy. I yeah, I feel like you still get the kind of diesel gasoline wood rot of oud in this, but because that's so strong, they decided to dial up the rum and orange and pepper and taffy uh toffee. Could have been taffy. That'd be something. <laughs> So is this uh, a freaking Profumum Roma? No, no. Is it? Mm, trying to rack my brain on Italian houses right now. Well, it is um, Astrophil and Stella. Oh. This is Into the Oud. Okay. Well, that is different. Astrophil and Stella's Italian? Yeah. This is that? Bertrand Duchefour, the legend. He, uh, of course, made Kyoto one of your all-timers. Yeah? Cool. I, I'm not sure Kyoto is <laughs> like an all-time scent for me. It's one of the first scents I got into. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think it's that good, actually, compared to other stuff that I know now, but I, I, it'll always hold a special place in my heart. This is sweet as fuck. Yeah. Into the oud, like into the sugar and rum. Hello. But good. Yeah, Um, I like having a sample of it. Don't, definitely don't want to own it. Can I spray you your second fragrance? Let's do it. I have just sprayed Jeff his second fragrance. This is like chocolatey, boozy. Wow, this is really, really good. It's There's a little bit of like indolic, like barnyard to it as well, which is kind of nice because it is otherwise, much like the last one that I gave you, I think it would be too sweet. Because there is a lot of just kind of like liqueur chocolate going on. It's almost, it is almost like a chocolate martini. It is so chocolatey, right? Yeah. And there's no chocolate listed in the notes, but to me, I get so much chocolate. It is. It's starting to go a little bit more vanilla now. But there is such a boozy, rummy kind of. Again, I mean, this could read like the the la the one I just gave you because there's almost like a toffee note to it. Mm -hmm. It is a foodie fragrance. Yeah. How this would is... you rate the level of gourmandness here on a scale of one to ten? I would give it like a seven. Okay. Yeah. I because I think that it's it's maybe something they're going for. This feels like an expensive Sephora scent. <laughs> Not that they're not expensive, but it feels like kind of like that mid-level niche. Well, I'll tell you, this house is pricey as hell. Is it? Like, I think it's like two eighty-five for a full bottle. Okay, that's too much for this. But we um, own one of their fragrances. Is this going to be like oud for greatness or something? No. Oh. Okay. Wow, it's really nice. I mean, I enjoy it. It's pretty. 
I'd wear it, I think. I don't know if I'd own it. It's very tobacco-y. And I'm starting to like tobaccos more. Yeah. Which I used to not because they always came off so synthetic. You want me to tell you the notes? Give me the notes, please. Plum, cinnamon, jasmine, dates, patchouli, heliotrope, vanilla, Peru balsam, guyac wood, and sandalwood. Wow. It's starting to get a little bit more woody. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. It's not as sweet, gourmandy, chocolatey anymore. The dates make sense because it feels kind of sticky. The perfumer said that her goal was to highlight dates as the star ingredient. Yeah. It's, hmm. This is Rouge Soray from Atelier d'Azor. Really? Okay. Huh. It's so chocolatey. It What's feels very chocolatey. I don't know what that effect is. Yeah, it's but it's not like a, a real chocolate. It's almost like a Tootsie Roll chocolate. No, yes. Kind of like Tootsie Roll pop yeah. chocolate because there's something candy sweet about it. It's not mm -hmm. just straight chocolate, but there is definitely a chocolate element to it. It's starting to get a little bit. Can you give me like the base notes again? Um, that would be vanilla, Peru balsam, guyac wood, and sandalwood. Okay, the, the woods are really coming through, especially the sandalwood. It's getting that kind of like really soft, synthetic, milky, milky, yeah, sandalwood note. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I I am curious about more of their line. I haven't. I, yeah. I'm not that familiar with it, other than Lunfeline. This is my second. My second um, Atelier d'Azor fragrance I've smelled. Yeah, I mean, we smelled them at the store. We don't love their bottles. They, yeah. The bottles, They're we tippers. just bought Lune Feline, which is amazing. Love it. So happy that we got it. But the bottles have a very unstable center of gravity. And I feel like this fragrance, that they're, they're $285. I feel like it's going to fall over and break. Yeah. It kind of drives me insane. And the, the gold flakes in them, that's gimmicky. I do not need that. I think it's going to get clogged in the spritzer sometimes. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. They have some explanation on their website. I saw it when I was looking up Rouge Soray, but. Yeah, I know that. Uh, I should just send them some hate mail. Just send, yeah, yeah. Just good old fashioned. Let's burn some bridges. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need sponsorships or it's advertising too much positivity or anything. positivity out yeah. there. We need more hate mail. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't own it. But it makes me curious about their other scents. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty yummy, honestly, for yeah, I mean, for a little thrill. Like... When I was in my Ani mood, this could have easily yes. stood in its place. If you're it, a gourmand I'm, girl, try it out. Going back to the Ducita, it's I mean, they don't have anything as sweet, but La Rhapsody Noir, that kind of just like spicy, delicious, foodie type of it's kinda of like that to me. You know, it's like it it those type of scents always make me curious and interested, you know, I'm, I'm Why do gourmand scents bring up like an intense amount of shame or like, I don't know if I should be enjoying this. It's not like related to diet. It's like, there's a time and place for food and it's not on my body constantly. You know what I mean? I think it's cheap. Well. I don't want to get like, I, I don't mean it in, the, in a hater way, like what you're going to like or anything, but I think it's like. It's easy to make a really sweet fragrance for sure. I, I don't know if it's easy to make, but it's easy to like. Yeah, you know, no. it's like it's Bath easy to wear. Works. It's just we've kind been, of we've like we've all been there. 
yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's easy to order the hamburger because hamburgers are always good. But, you know, it's like I want I like food. I want to I want to explore. I want to try different things. I want to be challenged. I want to. But you can do a sweet fragrance really well. Yeah. But you can also bomb it. Like to me, this has it has no solid base to settle on for all of its base notes. Like I'm still landing in that weird synthetic Tootsie Roll land here with Rouge Soray and it's not working. Yeah, I mean, I think going back to even like the first one that I gave you, the Oud Lac, mm -hmm. that was sweet, but it wasn't too sweet. It was just kind of like I love sweet. sweet. I love sweet Ouds. Yeah, so it was, I thought that was a, a well done play at it, but. Vanilla said we're going to be talking about some very fucking sweet scents, so yeah, stay tuned I, for that. I don't know. I just, so I don't mean to say it's cheap as in, you know, it's low class or anything. I just think it's like, it's it's easy. An easy play on the sensory yeah. pleasures. And so that for me that makes it, you know, a little boring. It's like you can you can you know, it's a pop hit. So it's like, oh yeah, it has the formula that every pop hit has and Oh yeah. man, what what was I smelling the other anyway, we'll get into this. We were trying some vanilla to me and it smelled like one of those Hildi Soliani fragrances. Mm -hmm. She's a very crazy Italian perfumer. I've tried a few of hers and um yeah if if you like those really sweet fragrances she's an artist of them so yeah she check it out. yeah yeah she is really an artist uh okay so it is time for my third your third and final one here we go i have just sprayed jane's third and final scent lay it on me you've sprayed me something so beautiful this is mm. You know, I know that there's oud in it. I can smell it there, but it's bright, it's green, it's verdant, it's juicy. This gives verdant. me like this gives me like a sense of optimism, like I'm about to embark on a big adventure. Oh. But an adventure that fairies are involved in or something. Um gorgeous. I really like this. This is definitely my favorite that I've smelled right off the bat. There's also something sort of shampoo-y going on here, mm -hmm. like a little bit Very herbal so. essences, yeah. but it's good. <laughs> this feels almost cool, like with all of the greenness here. I don't know where the greenness is coming from, but it definitely brings it down to like, if I had to give this a temperature, I'd say like 47 degrees. Oh, nice. Yeah, it feels much cooler than the other ones. The other ones yeah. were very warm and fruity. It's and clean and fresh. This makes me feel like, there's opportunities on the horizon. There's new ideas to explore. Oh, see? I, pure I knew, good vibes. I, pure good vibes I'm here. glad I chose it as the closer. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. I definitely, like, would I own this? I actually, like, even though I'm, like, singing its praises right now, I actually can't really see me in this. Maybe maybe my vibes are too negative for this fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. I... Maybe, maybe maybe that's the reason why you should have it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, this is beautiful. I think that um, you could wear this anytime. It's definitely not a special occasion fragrance. It feels very everyday for me, though you could probably wear it in a more formal setting. It feels outdoorsy somehow. I'm smelling it right now. Beautiful oud. Very. It's. It feels almost classic in some respects. It feels very it, like this is definitely a modern fragrance. It's so and lively. It's, and it's very soapy. 
And but but yeah, underneath you really get that oud. You can really smell it, and it's really nice. But this is not a Jane fragrance. But I want it to be. I need to change. I mean, I would not ever turn away this brand in any of their fragrances. Listen, I'm shedding some hormonal baggage right now. I'll be a new woman in a couple of weeks or months. This is your caterpillar. The hungry caterpillar who turns into a big fat caterpillar then builds a cocoon. And? And? I, I haven't been able to finish it because anytime I try to read it to him, he like, you know, moves on to one of the panda books, yeah, which he I has know. like five of and can't stop. Yeah, so, this is me becoming the big, beautiful butterfly at the end of the story of the hungry caterpillar. Well, the hungry or the, the butterfly that you become has saffron, ginger, galbanum, cedarwood, oud, incense, and musk. Ooh, I like it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Olivier Peychaud. Shout out to the creator of Tempo, R.I.P. this year, sadly. Oh, so sad. Yeah. This, uh, he uh, in, was released in 2014. Okay. Wow. Own sample pitch one last time. I'm changing my ways. I want to I be this girl. You want to be her? Okay. Yeah. Own it. This is Oud Vendome by Ex Nihilo. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, is this an exclusive? No. Where do we get this? I've never seen it. Yeah, I mean, they used to have it at uh, 4510. Oh, okay. They may have it at Conservatory. Okay, wait, let me smell this again. Yeah, that's great. Love Ex Nihilo. This is so happy and yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it is a, it's, a, it's a great scent. And uh, yeah, I'm glad I got to close on a, a happy one. Yeah, I, I definitely like that the best of all of them. Are you ready for yours? Yep. Okay. I have just sprayed Jeff his third fragrance. This is like old books in orris butter. Mm. It's, this smells like old books. It really does. It smells like uh, a set of, my parents had a set of encyclopedias. God knows when they bought them. But they had a, a they were like maroon. I'll have to ask my brothers what they were. I mean, they had them my entire childhood. I think they had them their entire childhood. For people listening, my brothers are much older than I am. And um, I think they bought them in like the 60s at some point, and they were so dated. Like I remember being a kid and like looking through them. It's like even I knew that some of this had been proven wrong. <laughs> it's like, nah. But this is what they smelled like. The flat earther encyclopedias. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it has kind of these, kind of these like green flourishes, mm-hmm. almost like a yellow floral in there as well. Probably not, but there's definitely like a bergamot lemon combination here. No? Mm-mm. Huh. All I get is the old book. This really does smell like old. For people that love that old books accord, it's rare that one's better than this. This really does smell like being in an old library. Old study, a little bit dusty, leather, a bit cold. Yeah, I feel like it's very cold. Yeah. It has um, spearmint and peppermint in the opening. Okay. Oh, God. It smells a little bit like, I uh, all through high school, I, I chewed double mint gum. And I bought some recently because I wanted to reminisce, I guess. I don't know. This has that kind of mintiness to it. 
But it's really the old books. I mean, that is a winner in those terms. I, I'm trying to think of if I would, I would definitely wear this. I think you could wear it to the office. I think you could wear it out to lunch. I think you could wear it at night. This would be a good, I don't know if it'd be a good first date. I'm not sure you're impressing anybody. This is just like, oh, this is Jeff's scent or, you know, Joe's scent or Becky's. I don't know if it's Becky, but. Jeff, Joe, and Becky. That's a crew right there. Watch out for them. <laughs> um, but it's it's nice. It's not offensive. It's starting to get a little softer. Can little I tell bit. you the notes? Yeah, please. Spearmint, peppermint, aldehydes, mm. orris concrete. Don't know what that means. Is it orris? That root? makes sense. Like Sounds orris right. concrete. What is that? Yeah. Like elaborate. Anyway, orris concrete, cedar wood, sandalwood, amber wood, and a musk. Hmm. Okay. Is this a jorum? No. <laughs> Though I can see why you would ask that. It's Le Bon Garbois, oh. nineteen seventy nine new wave. It's inspired by this is their new wave. Duran Duran. This does not sound playing like on their Duran dance Duran. This doesn't smell like Duran Duran to me at all. No. I don't know what Duran Duran would smell like. I don't know. Like, they said like an English new wave band, which is like I can't. Did New Order play at Le Banger? Who are they talking about? I want specifics. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like '79, who would have been this was New like, Wave? Because that's like. I feel yeah. like New Wave was like 81. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, because I mean, 79, you have Joy Division still around, right? I mean, Ian Curse is still alive. But is he at Le Bangorbois? Yeah, maybe. Like, the copy is very vague. Yeah. Just I writing don't... on pure vibes. I mean, I could see the smelling like. Even with the Prince fragrance that they do, they're like sort of dancing around the fact that it's Prince fragrance. It's like. You're calling him like the purple one, like yeah, own it. But also, I guess his estate's very litigious. True, but my question about the the Prince one as well is like ninety two. That wasn't really like a banner year for Prince. Why not eighty seven? Why not you know eighty five under under the graffiti bridge? Right. Here's my thing. I think that nineteen ninety two is a year that the brand can say, yeah, Prince was here. I think they, that they can, but they actually like. I just feel like with nineteen seventy nine stadiums at that point. Nineteen seventy nine yeah. new wave. I think they like they actually don't have a band that they can name, which is like again, this is a case of when you go really hard on the ad copy. It's it just lie to me, just lie. Say that this is... Or just do a little check like, hey, what are, you know, when did AHA tour through Paris? <laughs> you know, it's like... I don't want to wear the AHA fragrance, <laughs> man. I fucking don't. <laughs> when did Human League come through here? <laughs> if this was the Yaz fragrance, yes. Because also it's like Duran Duran's like, is it New Wave no. or is it New Romantics? Okay, I, honestly, know, like... I don't know why I said Duran Duran because when I think about oh, 1979, okay. they, it didn't like, make... But like I feel like because I, you know, I've, we've looked at the scent several times. I feel like I've seen Duran Duran connected to the scent somehow, or they've connected Duran Duran to Le Bois, which I can see Duran Duran playing at sure. Le Bois. But I don't like know 84. that I can connect it to this scent in particular. Um, again, hate mail. I should just hit them up in their email and be like, "Who the fuck are you talking about? What is this <laughs> band that played in 1979?" 
Yeah. I don't know. Cause, yeah. Anyway, it's a nice scent. <laughs> As I said earlier when we were talking about uh, the Oud and the other one that I like, I, I, I feel like this was one of, we have like eight of their samples, and this is a great example of, it's nice. It's pretty good fragrance. Dominique I like Cropion. It. Sorry, did I say that? It is Dominique Cropion. It's kind of, you know, kind of, I don't know, like diluted, if that makes sense. Like it seems watered down. Um, it's not a fragrance because I, I think they're like $200, maybe more. I don't know. But um, it just, I wouldn't pay that. It's just, it's not that interesting of a fragrance. It's nice, but it's not it's like, like, oh, I want this. Gum one. on the dance floor at Le Bangerbois. Yeah. Yeah. Weak. Double mint. <laughs> okay. That's so it, right? That's it. Jesus. Dun, Thanks dun, dun, for dun. hanging in with this episode. <laughs> we were a little hairy this, this week. Hey, and if you've made it this far into this episode, and we believe that you have because we have great listeners out there, which you you know feel free to you. Uh, you you know, you leave some stars us. or a comment on you know Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. If not, that's fine. We we love you anyway. But it is Black Friday. You have just in America. You have just had your Thanksgiving. We would like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and the start of uh, the holiday season. So thank you for listening. Email us at hello at fragrophilia.com or contact us at, at fragrophilia at TikTok or Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.